Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, boo. Hey, it's been a minute, right? Girl, I have been just so busy with baby Hillman. So baby Hillman is officially here. He is doing so well. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. And um, maternity leave is about to be over for me. So I decided to go ahead and try to record a few podcast episodes so that I can have some content stored up ready to go for when I get off maternity leave. So here we go. Um, since having baby Hillman, I've just been kind of reflecting on my business overall. And something that I thought about was what would I do differently if I started my business over today? Um, and I'm gonna talk about this a little bit later, like at the end of this, but I really am starting my business over. Like, I feel like after having the baby, like my business is just pivoting in such a way that it really is a a do-over. And um, I'm just thinking about all the things that I know now and like what I would tell my, my former self when I first started my business, like to do this, to avoid some of the pitfalls that I went through. So I'm just going to share a few things that I would do differently if I could start my business over today. Um, And maybe some of these things will help you, whether you're just now starting your business, getting ready to start your business, or even if you've already been in business for a while, these tips or these things that I'm about to share, like this can still help you no matter where you are in your entrepreneurial journey. So what would I do differently if I started my business over today? The first thing, and this is like the, the biggest thing, I would start with the end in mind. Okay, I would I would have asked myself, like, what kind of business do I want in five years and 10 years and 15 years? Like, how do I want my life to look? Am I going to have kids? Will I be married? Like, I would ask myself questions like that and start with the end in mind. And I would build towards whatever that vision is from the beginning. So something that I didn't do when I first started out is um, I didn't think about the fact that one day I would have kids. Right. So. I was building my business in a way that is not sustainable when you do have kids. Um, I started off working entirely too hard, entirely too much, and there was no balance. Now, don't get me wrong, entrepreneurship, having a business, you're going to have to work hard, right? But I was doing a lot of things by myself or just like kind of, I was stretching myself so thin just because I could, just because I had the time. I didn't have a job, you know, like a nine to five that I had to go to. And then I also didn't have kids, you know, so there, there were no responsibilities. <laughs> you guys might hear him because I'm literally holding him while trying to record this episode. So I'll try to edit out sometimes, but, um, yeah, he might make a few features in this episode, but, um, but yeah, so if I could do things over again, I would start with the end in mind, knowing that within the first five years of having a business, I would most likely have kids, which I which I have, um, you know, in 10 years, you know, how do I want my life to look like I would have thought of those things and then built my business in a way that um, would would lead me towards that vision from the beginning, though, because now I feel like I've had to um, pivot a lot of my business. I've had to let certain things go. Like I've talked to you guys before about me no longer doing social media management. That's something that I had to let go once I had kids, because I realized that the way I built that business, it, I would not be able to, um, sustain that business. And so instead of, um, you know, and, and I've gotten rid of the, 
management portion, but I still do consulting. So it's not that I've gotten rid of things. It's just that I've transitioned how I'm doing things. But I wish I would have started out with this with this vision for my life at the beginning. And it would have made a lot of things a lot easier now that I'm going through a different stage of my personal life. Um, so that's just like the number one thing for me. Um, the next thing I would do differently is I would focus more on my email list. Um, I've always been building an email list. I knew that I needed to build one from the beginning, but um, it wasn't really a priority for me, which is strange because I actually book a lot of sales, like a lot of different clients and stuff like that happen through my email list. Um, and honestly, if you're able to build an email list, you'll be able to make sales and um, grow your business a lot easier than if you just focused on, okay, I'm going to try to build my whole business on social media. Of course, you can totally build your business on social media. I, I've done it. I've taught it. But if you have that email list, that just gives you like an additional layer of security. And honestly, some pretty consistent sales. Because if you have an engaged email list, you can make daily sales just by sending out emails. So that's something else that I would have done differently if I could start over all over again today. Um, another thing that I would do is, um, and I kind of mentioned this a little earlier, but I would have juggled consulting and social media management together. Um, so this is really specific, but one thing I will say is that with me, when I started my business, um, so first off, for those that don't know, I started off my entrepreneurial journey as a photographer. Um, I'm still a photographer. I love photography. I do weddings and I do... Um, I do branding, like working with influencers and bloggers. Um, and so from my photography business, I moved over into social media management because I had built such um, a huge, like, um, so I had built like such a good following, like a, a nice size following. I had built a really good presence and a really good brand on social media. And that kind of led me naturally into creating a social media management agency. Now with my agency, for the first year, I only focused on actually doing social media management, which wasn't a problem. Um, but a year later, I added in consulting. And in hindsight, I could have done both, right? Because I had expertise in a specific area. So if you have expertise in a specific area, like so, you know, how to grow on social media or how to, you know, do photography or whatever it is, if you have expertise in an area, provide consulting also in that area so that you can make more income. And that's something that I wish I would have done. I wish I would have juggled consulting and social media management together so that when I decided to make the pivot that I did this past year, where I decided all of a sudden I'm no longer going to do the management portion, it wouldn't have been like such a, I guess, huge shock to my audience and people that were, you know, really interested in doing my social media management services. Now, of course, with my agency, I could have hired people and stuff like that. But really, my passion no longer lies with actively managing people's accounts. Instead, I want to consult people. I want to, um, you know, help people create um, their, you know, content calendars or whatever. But I want to help them with the larger picture and give them the strategy and then they implement it themselves or they hire someone else to implement it. Um, and so having or offering consulting, that just gives you like an extra way to make some income, but also it gives you like a way out if you decide that you no longer want to maybe provide the particular service, but you can still provide consulting because you're an expert in that area. So that's something else I wish I would have done differently or what I would have done differently if I were to start over today. So uh, the next thing that I kind of want to talk about is, and people talk about this all the time, but um, for me, and even I've talked about it, but I have, I didn't do it 
the way in hindsight that I probably should have. So if I could start all over again, I would clearly define who my target audience is and my ideal customer for each business that I have. So because all my businesses are connected, I just created one client avatar. I just said, okay, this is my person and I let that person serve as the client or the ideal client for all my businesses. In hindsight, what I should have done is for each individual business, each one would have their own ideal client. Um, And I don't really know why I never did that, but it just wasn't, I guess, a priority for me to really worry about it. And And like I said, because all my businesses are very well connected, like they have so many overlaps, it's ridiculous. It, in my mind, it didn't make a big difference or a big deal for me to have a client avatar or ideal client for each one. But in hindsight, I would definitely, you know, make sure that each business had its own client avatar. So if you're someone that has multiple businesses, or even if you have multiple products, sometimes a specific product is going to be for a specific type of person. You, you, Every product that you make may not be for every single person, you know? So, well, I mean, it's not going to be for every single person. So it's important to really sit down and think like, okay, is my product or service helping or solving a problem for or whatever is it adding value to my ideal customer and if not either you don't need to sell that product or service or you need to create a new avatar where it makes sense and make sure that it all matches with again the vision that you have for your business so also if i were to start my business over again today I would focus on high value evergreen content. Um, And what I mean is like content that can be searched and will always be searched. Um, One thing that I know I did in the beginning is I focused so much on social media content. However, social media content lasts every bit of 24 to 48 hours and then it's on to the next thing. So something that I wish I would have done or something that I would do differently if I started over again is to focus on creating that high value evergreen content like blog posts. You know, blog posts, those could be searched on Google, SEO, you can use Pinterest and blog posts will last literally forever unless there's, you know, some kind of date or something like, you know, unless it's like time sensitive. But for the most part, blog posts will last forever. Same with videos. So like doing, um, you know, YouTube videos or um, even if you just created a video and put it on like Vimeo or something like that, like video content, that's something that can be searched, indexed and last forever. And so um, in hindsight, if I could, you know, or if I were to start over again today, I would definitely focus on high value evergreen content because that's the content that's educating your audience and letting people know that you are an expert at what you do. I was doing this, but I was doing it all on social media, which in, which made it not evergreen. So it was still high value, but it wasn't necessarily evergreen content because these social media posts that I've created that are so valuable, you have to scroll through my feed to find them. And nobody is really scrolling back to the beginning of your feed to figure out you know, what you've been talking about all this time. They're gonna move forward from where they are. So I would definitely make sure that I focused on high value evergreen content in specific areas that I knew would live on, you know, via some kind of SEO search, or even if I wanted to just promote it later on again, I could. It's kind of hard to (laughs) re-promote a Facebook post or Instagram post or something like that. So that's another thing that um, I would do differently if I started over today. Um, And then the last two things kind of go together. Well, not really go together, but I'm just going to kind of lump them together. But the last couple of things that I would do if I could just start over again today is to hire help or outsource. Um, 
and actually I probably wouldn't hire help more so as I would outsource um, and in particular it would be like graphics logos things like that like um, really like you know any kind of graphic stuff that's what I would have outsourced um, and Fiverr is a great website you can find all kind of people on Fiverr that do things very um, affordable or just legit work with a graphic designer I know so many graphic designers that have amazing work their pricing is freaking phenomenal but it's also it's it's worth it like b besides all that it's worth it to outsource because if not you're spending time doing something that you're probably not even that good at when somebody else can do it in 10 minutes so like what takes me you know an hour or two hours to do probably when I outsource it to a graphic designer actually I know when I outsource it to someone else it takes them like 20 or 30 minutes or even less than that it might take them like 10 minutes so you know i realized that in my business like i was saying at the beginning i was working too hard i wasn't i wasn't working towards the overall vision that i had for my business and i was just trying to do everything myself do everything myself but you know if i could start all over again today i would outsource a lot of stuff like 90% well not 90% but I probably outsource 50% of the things that I do and the other 50% would be things that only I can do you know like my coaching my consulting things like that those are things that only I can do in my business so you know those obviously that wouldn't be outsourced but all the graphics making and the random calendars that I do and stuff all that could be outsourced um and so in your business really sit down and think about okay what are the things that I'm good at the things that you're good at that's what you do like that's that's your zone of genius things that make you happy things that make you excited but then the things that you hate doing or the things that take you a long time to do outsource that bookkeeping um doing graphics maybe even writing maybe the copy you know writing copy is just not your thing outsource that it, it, it it's much better for you to outsource that let someone take 30 minutes to write whatever you need them to write than for you to spend you know two three days trying to write you know a, a piece of website copy it doesn't make any sense so um so that's something that i would do differently if i started over again today and the last thing that i want to say is that if i could start over today i would get coaching from the beginning and consulting um and so when I started my journey, I really bootstrapped everything, right? And um, I waited probably a year and a half before I hired my first coach. And it was really because I didn't know any better. Like nobody had really told me, I really didn't know that coaching was a thing and that I would need a coach in my business. So I, you know, I just, I didn't know anything about it. So I didn't do it. But when I started to learn about it, I realized like how important it was to have a coach. And so probably about, a year ago now um, I got a coach and I should have done it much earlier because honestly my coaches the coaches that I've hired they've saved me so much money they've saved me so much heartache so much pain and so much confusion and if I would have had them from the beginning oh my gosh like things would have just been so different in my business but you know I'm grateful for the ones that I've had recently that have just really poured into me and helped me and supported me especially with having baby Hillman like it's been just insanity for me because I've been going through so many different changes with my business and then in my personal life as well so I also want to say that like doing business by yourself it just isn't smart right doing business alone isn't smart doing business without guidance is just not smart 
Like, even Oprah has multiple mentors. You know what I'm saying? So if she has mentors, why, why would you think that you don't need one? You know? And so if I could redo, like, if I could just start over today, I would have a consistent coach from the beginning. Like, somebody that is, I'm working with, you know, week after week or even month after month. Like, some, some a couple of my coaches, I just would work with them once a month. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And it was fine. Like, it was it was perfect. They gave me what I needed you know, whatever. But if I could redo it, I would start from the beginning with, uh, with consistent coaching and I would hire consultants for one-off needs. So like if I needed a marketing consultant or a copywriting consultant or just whatever, like I would hire consultants early on. Um, that's something that I just got in the practice of this past year is hiring consultants to answer specific questions for me. Um, and you know, it is an investment. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's an investment for coaching and for consulting, but it's worth it because you get to bypass all the BS. And now you have someone that's answering specific questions for your business and not just giving you general Google information. You know, now somebody is looking at your business and telling you, okay, this is what you need to try, or this is what you need to do, or here's XYZ strategy for you to try, or, you know, I'm going to offer you support, you know, ongoing support in this area or whatever. Um, and that really changes the game for your business. So I'm going to run through this again. But if I could start my business over again today, these are things I would do differently. First, I would start with the end in mind. I would I would know what my vision is for my business. I would think about the fact that I'm going to have kids and I would build my business working towards this vision from the beginning. Um, two, I would focus on my email list. Three, I would do consulting and social media management together. And my tip with that is if you are an expert in a certain area, provide consulting in that area because that's extra income for you. Um, number four, I would clearly define my target audience for every single business, every single product that I have. I would clearly define who my target audience or my ideal customer is. Number five, I will focus on high value, evergreen content. Number six, I will hire help or outsource. And number seven, getting coaching or hiring a consultant much, much earlier. So um, just really quick, I want to kind of give an update of this, like what's going on with my business um, and kind of what made me think to do this topic in the first place. But um, right now I am doing a refresh in my business. I'm literally doing like a reset of my entire business. Now that Baby Hillman is here, um, I... I have been looking at the long term of my business. I've been, I've set a vision for what I want for myself, what I want for my life personally, as well as how my business fits in there. Um, because truth be told, I'm not living my life anymore just for myself. Like I'm living it for baby Hillman. And so because of that, I want to be able to spend time with him. And, you know, before I have to say, I would spend so many hours like just working because I had nothing else to do. But now like he's literally sleeping in my arms right now. You know, like I, I kind of have other things to do besides work. So um, now that I kind of have this new vision, um, you know, over the next few months, you're going to see like the rebrand happen. Like there are going to be a lot of changes that are happening. Um, and when you see it, also understand that there's going to be more focus in this space, right? So the focus for my business is going to be to simply help moms or aspiring moms, um, you know, make money, you know, so by creating your business or creating your side hustle, um, save money. So we'll be talking about like finances. Like a, a lot of times people don't talk about finances and entrepreneurship, but it's actually really important because people mismanage their money as entrepreneurs. Um, so we're going to talk about 
managing your finances and I'm going to be sharing finance tips, um, you know, specifically for entrepreneurs, but also just for like the everyday mom. And then of course, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of mom life stuff. So if you're not a mom, like don't tune me out. Don't worry. Like I got your back. I'm not leaving you hanging. Everything that I teach, it can be applied regardless. Like it can be applied in any aspect of your life. The thing is, is that I'm trying to help you create a, um, a business that you can balance with your life. Okay. So, um, honestly the tools and things that I share, it's going to help you whether you decide to have kids or not in the future, but it's going to help you go towards whatever vision it is that you have for your life overall. Because I think a lot of times people teach about, you know, creating this business, but they never show you the balance that you have to have when you, you know, have kids or decide to get married or, you know, you have a spouse or, you know, maybe you get sick or somebody in your family gets sick. Like nobody ever talks about how to balance that. And then a lot of us fail. Like we fail because we don't know how to balance or reconcile our business with our personal life. And so that's what I'm, I'm trying to help you do. And because I'm a mom, I'm, I'm relating to the mom angle right now, but really you can insert anything there. You can insert spouse, you can insert sickness, you can insert taking care of a family member. Like you can insert all sorts of things there. Um, so I'm not leaving you hanging, like just because you're not a mom, but I am, you know, kind of getting more specific. Like the examples that I might use are going to probably be motherhood related. Um, ultimately, like my goal has always been to guide women on their journey to entrepreneurship. Um, and now I just really want to encourage and support all areas and all aspects of entrepreneurship, which includes finding that balance between your life and your business. So, um, you know, over the next few months, like you're going to see, I'll start offering more consulting and coaching, um, because I really want to dive deeper and problem solve with people, but I want to problem solve specifically on the needs of your business, right? I want to help you create this profitable business that's going to allow you to be, you know, home with your kids if you have kids or just be present in your life. Because what is the point of being an entrepreneur? Like you, you're not going to just, nobody wants to leave their nine to five just to come home and work 24 seven. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like you want to be able to enjoy your life, enjoy your loved ones, enjoy the money that you're making, you know, in your side hustle or in your business. Like that's what I want to help people do. So, um, yeah, you guys are going to see a lot of changes. Um, I'm going to be like way more passionate about this because like, honestly, guys, I literally just want to sit on the sofa all day and cuddle him. That's why he's in my arms right now while I'm recording this podcast episode, because I don't want to put him down. I don't feel bad about that. Like I don't care, you know, and I know a lot of people want that. Like I know a lot of moms, they want to be home full time with their kids. Or I know, you know, maybe a lot of wives, you know, like you want to come home full time. You, you maybe you don't want to have to go to a nine to five. Maybe you hate your job or maybe you just want to do something different and you want to be able to come home. Or maybe you're taking care of a sick parent or a sick relative. And, you know, it's hard for you to still work your nine to five. Or maybe you love your nine to five and you just want some extra money. Like I want to help you be able to balance your life and your business and that's just what we're gonna do so I am so grateful for you guys for tuning back in I know I've been like in my with the podcast for like a long time now so 
<laughs> so I'm very interested to see who actually listens to this episode. But, um, you know, if this helped you in any way, definitely like screenshot this and um, post it on social media so I know that you watched it or watched it. Lord, this is not a video. But um, let me know if you guys are listening. You know, if you guys have any questions or any feedback on the direction that I'm taking, like definitely give it to me. I love to hear what you guys have to say about all the things that I do. And yeah, Baby Hillman is here. K is changing and evolving, and this is going to be a beautiful thing. So until next time, I will talk to y'all later, darlings. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram. And check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you, creative darling, so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.